0: Nobody in this place knows the battle belongs to the Lord. Jesus, the name that frees us. Jesus frees us from our sins that are invisible to our own eyes. That's why you gotta trust the Spirit of God and get out of self. Scripture says deny yourself Pick up your cross and follow me. The word self there means soul, which means deny your soul. It's actually quite rare in Christianity that you find people that learn as priests how to deny their soul. It's not a bad thing. It's not a neglect of pleasure. It's actually the finding of pleasure in the spirit. In order to discover spirit, you have to sacrifice soul. Now, the two trees in the garden of all wisdom for foundations for your eternal future is the tree of soul, which is knowledge of good and evil, which is in the human blood in the human heart, and then the tree of life, which is in the believer's spirit. So when we talk about soul and spirit every day, it's because we're talking about wisdom separating by the Word of God soul from spirit so that the brain can be renewed by the tree of life. People get annoyed with similar things and they want new teaching. It's demonic. Greeks seek knowledge. you got to get the Greek out of you. Greek is our current educational system in Christianity. It's totally demonic. It's totally soulish. And in order to be spiritual, which is righteousness, you have to burn up the tree of knowledge in your heart. You know, find a Christian that hates the tree of knowledge and you'll find a disciple of the river of life. I have hated wickedness. What's wickedness? Tree of knowledge. And I have loved righteousness. What's righteousness? Tree of life. And they're only about six inches apart. Tree of knowledge right here. Human blood. Follow that path. It's the wide path of destruction. Everyone goes down that path. It's called being a human being. If you choose to be human in the wide path, guaranteed destruction. You can walk any gravesite, they're all destroyed. To be destroyed means to be killed and to die. It's destruction. Now, the tree of life is the invisible spirit that's the divine part of you. Few find it. few. They tune in, you know, like, you know, you think you're better than me, elitism, all this stuff. The Bible says few. Jesus said the elite and the elect will find their spirit, Christ in your spirit. They're gonna realize the glory. So just recognize how rare in Jesus Christ's teachings it is for a believer in God to discover the immortal part of them. But once you do, it's open heavens it's the adventure of a lifetime that's why all apostolic teaching is for the building up of the spirit and the tearing down of the soul and if that's not going on it ain't apostolic ministry the prophetic tears down you read about the prophets in the Bible they do they tore down anything that God didn't like with their words and it always happened that's how you know a prophet is in your midst when their words are accomplished it is written you believe the prophet you get the prophet's reward which is not destroyed that's in the Bible no <laughs> <Woo. laughs> glory so we're, we're starting out in the severity that's pretty normal for us hallelujah we give you a severe grace and love into your spirit, and severe hugs from the heavenly Sanhedrin, an embracement from heaven's government of glory into your souls. We need the comfort in the soul when the animals put down. It's so scary because you have no consciousness other than the natural self. To follow the invisible part of you is terrifying. That's why few find it. It's the total denying of soul, which is brain, eyeballs, natural senses, (laughs) earthly reasoning, earthly education, earthly Christianity, and everything based on the natural realm and the natural five physical senses. In order to be a disciple of the glory, all of that has to be crucified constantly by revelations of god's invisible person in your spirit revelation are the nails of the cross you don't get physical nails you don't get nine inch nails you get words from god that crucify your carnal members if you have an unsanctified person scripture says you sanctify them or crucify them with the washing of the water of the word it's called the sword of the spirit so the sword is the tool to crucify and kill the animal and the old Adamic man and the old Adamic woman all of them get butchered slaughtered by the sword those who don't use the sword to slaughter the animal are all in phileo false love which is in the principality of Jezebel truth here. if you're using the sword of the Lord on believers to annihilate the soul dimension and to build up and resurrect their new creature, you're an actual priest of the New Covenant. Most people interpret that as harsh teaching. They interpret severity as religion when it's actual agape love. The words that go into the ears, and then you make a decision if it goes into the heart. So just because you hear doesn't mean you understand Jesus Christ said. Ever hearing, never understanding, ever seeing, but never perceiving, otherwise they'd come to a knowledge of repentance, which means an understanding of spirit and soul. If they stay in soul and never divide asunder soul from spirit, they never allowed the sacrifice of their heart of the doors. They never opened the doors of their heart. It was just all stubbornness and no to the Word, penetrating and crucifying and annihilating the soul and self-life. That's what false believers are. Goats, weeds, and tares, Jesus Christ in the red letters called them people that don't give their hearts but are mere listeners but not doers a doer of the word is one that allows the word to slaughter the heart you can't emphasize the slaughter of the heart enough because that's the only way to be saved in the soul you're saved in the spirit no one doubts your fire insurance anyone that calls upon the name of the lord will be saved (laughs) the standard gets raised in your life when you hear higher teachings The Apostle Paul said there were people going around preaching the gospel with only a water baptism and didn't know anything about the baptism of the Holy Ghost, didn't know anything about the glory. And people that knew the depths of God's spirit more intimately through experience with true spiritual wisdom would instruct them more thoroughly in the gospel it's written in the book of Acts. Which means the standard is God's throne formed on the inside. And if you just have little measurements about the gospel and the kingdom and Christianity, Someone more mature than you from the kingdom will come alongside you to mature you. And if you say no, you can severely backslide into Satan's prison. God is always instructing you to go deeper and further in his spirit. God always wants you to be more intimate in union with him. Union is not a one-time deal, it's nonsense. Union is the ever-increasing glory of not only spirit in oneness, but soul in oneness. What the Father desires from all of us this season, this is what He was talking to me about this morning, is He says, the purifying of your soul, and He, he pointed me out on the cross, where He says, Eli, Eli, let my my Father, my Father, why have you forsaken me? because all the sins of the world came upon Christ. And the Father can have no union with sin. The desire of the Father is to purify your heart from human sin, human blood, with the glory of God. When the glory of God's burning through the heart, there's an increase of union with God's feelings and your feelings, and your feelings get glorified to discern accurately Profane from clean, clean from unclean, eternal from temporal. But if there is not a union in the heart, the discernment is always muddied. It's based on self and soul and a religious spirit. When your discernment and your judgment and your criticism and looking outwardly and hearing and then reacting to it is based on the human soul, 100 percent of the time it's a wrong reaction when the reaction comes into the spirit to the building up of the spirit there becomes a more accurate response to god's love in his word crucifying and annihilating the soul it becomes a building up of the spirit with glory burning through the physical heart and the glory of god burning through your physical hearts Oh,
1: Jesus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the glory of God burning up your physical hearts will cause you to know Him in the consciousness of your soul. What did Jesus Christ say was the goal of this life? (laughs) Knowing Him. That's what's written in the Word. He said, the ones that stayed in their soul never knew Him. Knowing Him can only be done in spirit. Okay? So, your spirit does know Him. So that's why your spirit saved. That does not mean that the soul knows him at all. You look at the response of born again believers to higher things of glory that they know nothing about. They react negatively 99% of the time because of how much pride of the soul thinks it knows but doesn't know. Because knowing in the soul, knowing in the self nature is blindness. It's knowing about. It's the tree of knowing instead of the tree of union. The tree of knowing him is a completely different kingdom based on spirit and faith versus mere knowledge without experience. Paul uses the terminology knowledge and experience. One is Satan. One blocks you from experience. The other is union. Knowing is the word yada, which means intimacy. It's also used in the term in the Hebrew for the reproduction of children. We're talking about conception and birthing in the divine, in the supernatural. That has nothing to do with men and women's, you know, Penises and vaginas. Common sense stuff, but people are confused because the animal is only confused. The only thing the animal, which is the unslaughtered soul has going for it, is a thirst for spirit. The thirst for spirit is the only hope of salvation written for the soul in the New Testament. That your soul would get thirsty for the spirit and drink and slaughter the consciousness of the soul to have the consciousness of Christ. Christ's consciousness, also known as the mind of Christ, is being controlled by the seven spirits of God. (laughs) be controlled by the seven spirits of God but you have to be a volunteer volunteers in the day of his power Psalms 110 refreshed by the river in the way refreshment comes from the control of the Holy Ghost (laughs) self-control is allowing the Spirit of God to steer the courses of the movements of your body. It's not religious. It's just like water flowing. You turn on the tap and the water comes out of the faucet and it flows through the plumbing. You allow the Holy Spirit to be Himself. He's God. He never changes. He's perfect yesterday, today, and forever. All you gotta do is stay in the flow of the original design of the plumbing that the Spirit of God has already created in your inner man. There is a garden of riverworks inside your heart. Now, believing with your mind allows the soul to experience it, which causes transformation. If you don't believe, the Bible says you'll never see the glory. What is seeing the glory? The inner plumbing of the waterworks of God. God's temple, where God's glory dwells, to see the glory in the temple requires faith the only thing that pleases God is faith so it's believing in the stuff that you've never experienced before Abraham believed the promise of God even though nobody in the history of humanity has ever seen anything like that before there was no president it's never happened but he believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness Faith believing in the things you've not experienced yeah. that surpass your senses, that surpass your history, and anything you've perceived in the natural realm. You got to walk in faith. Yeah. Every day it's believing for the unknown to be possible without the microwave OCD. You know, I need my fix oh my immediately. If God doesn't come through for me, we have all these other options. <laughs> (laughs) you all know Abraham removed those options and waited on the promises for decades and decades and decades and decades and you'll find every single person in the Bible did the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. David over 20 years for Samuel's horn of oil to bless him in the natural realm until then he's just constantly attacked. So instead of having the promise, you have Satan. And you're getting chased by evil kings and wickedness. Abimelech, Philistine kings and religious kings, all the devils and principalities of the kingdom of hell were attacking him nonstop. But he never gave up on the word and the oil to eventually slaughter through it.
2: All of it.
0: And if you don't give up on the anointing, which is the Holy Ghost assigned to your salvation, you will also see breakthrough. Yes. Usually you'll have the greatest deception before you have the greatest breakthrough. God. And if you can just resist the devil, he will flee from you. Amen. If you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. It is written. Woo-hoo. If you can not grow weary and simply enjoying the internal presence you can get through anything but if you don't know his internal presence if the presence of his spirit is a foreign feeling to you a foreign experience you need to get around mature believers otherwise you can't make it in the potent sorcery of Babylon the great Anytime that a person was isolated from the group. Doesn't mean to be, you have to be physically there, but you have to be spiritually there. You have to be in the word, you have to be in the kingdom, you have to be in the spirit. And if you're not in the group of the prophetic leadership of your generation, you're outside the wall of protection. The wall of protection is the Jasper walls of God's glory. (laughs) Jasper represents the armor of light or the walls of the new Jerusalem. I remember one time we had like, 150 Jasper stones come to the crack house like 10 years ago and I didn't even know what Jasper represented 10 years later he's telling me Jasper in the message translation now the Holy Ghost just simply expounding upon the Bible as I'm reading it he's saying it was representing the glory of God being the walls of your spirit It's the glorified soul. Jerusalem is the soul glorified through the spirit. (laughs) New Jerusalem is the new soul. Truth anyhow. You're going to live in the soul. Your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. You'll always have a soul. The issue is, are you gonna have a new soul, a new Jerusalem, or an old soul, an old Jerusalem? The Bible calls the old soul, the old Jerusalem, Sodom and Egypt where our Lord was crucified. To live in the old. To live in the natural man, the carnal man, the man or the woman, the Hebrew or the Greek. To live in the senses of the flesh of the religious devil is to live in the old Jerusalem. It's to serve the devil after you're born again, and a lot of people in ignorance do it. You can't live in the old Jerusalem and have a good life. I know that realm belongs to the warlock. That's what sin is. It's religion. If you are in the old Jerusalem, you are in the devil, guaranteed. And we don't want to hear your excuses. God does not dwell in the Old Jerusalem. He dwells, the Bible says it in Revelation, in the New Jerusalem. And the New Jerusalem must rule over the Old Jerusalem, which is the purification of your soul. The temple is in Jerusalem. You are that temple now in the New Covenant. If you want Israel, the old Israel, to be saved, you got to be the new Israel in the new Jerusalem without the types and shadows. Some of the craziest sorcery out there is the weird Jewish stuff, Hebrew root garbage sorcery witchcraft of the natural man of externalism valuing going to Israel, valuing doing the stuff in the flesh in the natural realm. Paul said, I'd never even showed up in your church. You've never heard my voice or seen my face, yet you believed all these things of God and you're caught up in the Spirit. We value the earth as the realm of the dead because we're still caught up in the old Jerusalem, which is Sodom and Egypt. Egypt is religion of the soul. Sodom is immorality of the soul or the satisfaction of the soul apart from the new. doesn't need to be the big overt adultery. doesn't need to be the big overt pornography. It doesn't need to be that obvious sin. It's any time the soul is pleasured on the old, you are in Sodom. Sodom and Egypt, where our Lord is crucified to produce a new Jerusalem without immorality, which is idolatry oh, according man. to Revelation, Amen. where the soul is completely satisfied <laughs> on the works of Jesus yes. in the well of salvation that the Good Shepherd has led you, that wipes away the tear from the eye, which is the wiping away of the old Adamic expression of divinity. Amen. The Old Testament expression of Christianity that plagues Christianity today. That's what deceives the whole world. What is the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great? The soul's expression of Christianity in the earth. We're going to come into the angel proclaiming the gospel in midair. Completely different expression of Christianity one from above in the glory realm with the armor of light on which is the new jerusalem the jasper walls of light and shekinah beaming out of the spirit (laughs) not the additions of the soul to the spirit which is witchcraft the spirit incinerating the soul all of its thoughts cares ideas What does the Bible say? Unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers labor labor in vain. We can understand that clearly with external building at a barbaric level, but we need to understand that with the interior castle at a divine level, the builder wastes his time when he builds upon the shifting sand of humanity. The animal that is the beast to slaughter. The animal sacrifice, living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. If that is not being burnt up, you will build on the animal. You know why people get offended? Because their whole life is built on shifting sand on the human heart that is the first stage of the real priesthood to be sacrificed and burnt up, so it just turns into quicksand. The Bible says that all their works will have no value on that day of judgment. That's why love tests the believer's works in fire now in the Apostolic Witness in Corinthians so that we do not find ourselves laboring in vain. Woo! The difference is night and day, guys. We're going to have a standard here where we labor on the crystal sea with the treasures of God's glory without the additions of man. John's baptism was it from God or man. And they pick up stones. If they said it was from man, they would have killed him. Because to be from man or from the human heart is the equivalent of being from Satan himself. Understand that that's written in the Word we can't have any part of us from man anything from man is doomed for destruction but god has saved us as we enter into his resurrection your man can be saved your souls can be saved if a righteous man is scarcely saved what shall become of an unbeliever what does scarcely saved" mean they don't understand how to bring their soul into their spirit That's why it's scarce, because of the ignorance of God's ways and our ways not being His ways, His ways being higher than our ways. A teachable people that learn God's ways that are willing to give up their own. Woo! Our ways are the wide path, His ways are the upward circular motions of the righteous that shine ever brighter to the full dawn of day. And day will dawn if we sacrifice our thoughts and our ways. Two things quench, grief and resist the Holy Spirit. Our thoughts and our ways. Where does the sword bring judgment? Into the thought life. In the Old Testament, external actions were judged. In the New Testament, it goes into the root of the Spirit in your heart. The thought life. That's why You get purified in your thoughts and you're so pure on the inside. The external manifestations have so much freedom, they call them impure. They began to eat food sacrificed to idols because their inner man was so sanctified. It's like, who cares about the natural realm? But if your faith was weak, it would cause you to stumble because your insides are not purified because you don't know the work of His glory in the temple you have a dirty conscience to the pure all things are pure, which is the total internal man glorified by the sword of the Spirit that's already constantly judging the thoughts and intentions of their heart. When you're in the white throne judgment seat of Christ on the inside, the outside realm is the realm of what? Freedom and abundant life. But if the inner man is not near the white throne of Jesus Christ, that's the name of God's throne that we boldly approach in the Bible, then it's all based on external, pure, or impure, which is the religious devil. Oh, awfully silent in here. I wonder what our deception is. The religious devil in the pure or impure of the brain, which is the throne of Satan the place of the skull Golgotha, Satan's throne where Jesus was crucified the Bible says, the old Jerusalem Sodom and Egypt what's the root of Sodom and Egypt? the throne of the fallen angels and Gogotha had a Spike go right through it yep. and the blood of God dripped through the skull of Satan's throne defeating Satan on the cross it is written oh, how many all know if it's not applied to your skull, it has no benefit well but will destroy you even more quickly by Christ crucified amen. all the wickedness of the world will be upon this adulterous generation Jesus Christ said yes. when he died on the cross in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago and they had the worst most severe judgment every man woman and child crucified naked at jerusalem by titus of rome in the diaspora Amen. the cross was a curse to them Amen not a blessing, didn't save them, destroyed them into eternal hell quickly in the worst judgment of all time on the face of the earth. You need to understand, if you do not apply the cross to your soul, Christianity and the works of Christ are a curse. Read the word, it's in there. Truths, anyhow. We need to get real with the cross through our skulls. We're playing around with the devil. Playing around with Satan, y'all these fallen angels know exactly what we're doing but we're a little ignorant we don't understand how the cross actually saves us from Sodom and Egypt. These two realms, the scriptures say, are in the brain. I believe they equate to the left and right hemisphere of the human brain. And if you put a stake right through the brain called Christ crucified preached the crucifixion and the death of Jesus preached into your brains, then the consciousness through the death of Jesus and the baptism of his death, his crucified deaths, his entombment, his death, the spices of his death, the angels there at his death, the seal of the tomb of his death, all of that gets applied to your skull and consciousness through the death of Jesus gets transferred by the preaching of the cross from brain, throne of Satan, animal, to spirit, throne of Jesus, angel. Zion, city of innumerable angels. Now the tearing down is complete and the building up of the interrelations resurrection begins which is the beginning of your walk as a disciple of the Holy Spirit you can't be led by the Spirit and be led by the head we read to you a couple days ago if you're led by the thoughts of your head you are Satan led all the time <laughs> oh my gosh Pause. <laughs> you really don't have to do
1: this right
0: Yeah. We told you you know me.
1: I'm your sister.
0: <laughs> I'm your sister. <laughs> sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's been wild lately, wrestling Jezebel, y'all. Holy Ghost. <laughs> and you don't have to be an orange ring. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can we, can I get some help and just to maintain order during the broadcast. This is all just Satan trying to shut down again.
2: When you started, expo- when, when you started exposing the false revelations of yeah. the glory during believers.
0: Yeah.
1: The
2: Lord, Rainbow gems are coming out of my hand. Yeah. That's the word of God today.
0: Yeah thank you jesus order 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 yeah so shut down all that distraction and nonsense we have a rule in red letter ministries no psychotic activity you have to maintain order you can get sanctified out there but you're not bringing it into my intimate place of releasing revelation in the garden of my heart the devil is not allowed into the garden of your own personal heart. They can get washed and sanctified out there in the open field with the beasts. But that's not something that comes into heaven or into the garden. And you need to understand that as young priests. Amen. Yeah, Rebecca and Jordan both have rainbow dust on their hands. (laughs) Holy Ghost. Yeah, that's a lot of warfare right now, because we're in a crucial time of establishing the kingdom against Jezebel. This is what wrestling principalities actually looks like. And some of you have compassion in the soul realm for those that are mentally disturbed, but you're having compassion on demons. Stop being nice to demons and start throwing them out. You need to throw the demons out. And these souls are so interwoven with demons, They can't be inside the intimate places of your union with Christ. It's not allowed. Darkness has no fellowship with light. It is written. Amen. So we need a purging and a purifying and a standard in the walls around your spirit to keep the devil out. One thing I've noticed in ministry is that a lot of ignorant people have compassion on Jezebel motherly compassion is the definition of Jezebel. If it's not the Holy Ghost, you see this everywhere. It's the play of the devil on the female emotions of that motherly thing. That you have to be kind to people's problems. Jesus wasn't. Jesus destroyed the works of the devil. (laughs) And so you're wrestling a lot of times your own DNA and your own ideas about what's God and, and what's, what's Satan. I'm telling you, just burn it all up. Burn it all up. There is nothing human about the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Man, you just feel that whole disruptive realm of hell. You can just feel that witchcraft trying to attack Joel's bar tonight. There's just, Father, I just rebuke these legions of devils trying to hurt Red Letter Ministries, distract from our growth, and we release our angels upon all the chaos and the works of the devil, all the assignments of the devil against Joel's bar and Red Letter Ministries, be totally destroyed. Just let them be completely destroyed and slaughtered out there. And set up an angelic guard so all the disruption can no longer come in to our intimate place. In Jesus' name. (laughs) Let's demonstrate giving the battle to the Lord right in your midst. Hallelujah. (laughs) Well, when you do live broadcasts, you know, there's no editing. So it's always interesting. I've been shot at on live broadcasts before. People have emptied an entire clip of a gun right at me as I was sitting right here a couple years ago. so you know it's okay it's okay to have live-action adventures this is how people learn how to deal with all this chaos and we have disciples in the audience that can help out too while I'm speaking just continue going Uh, thank you Jesus for what you're doing praise the Lord (laughs) release the living water upon the the witchcraft two things that are happening Let let me explain in detail because for the last three days uh, there's been this external witchcraft that's fighting the internal living water, okay? So the waters come up, and what the enemy does through flying demons, those the high-ranking spirits of the kingdom of hell that are still trying to rob the saints, and they think the natural realm belongs to them because they've had so much government there for so long, but it doesn't. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof. So the living waters are the enforcement of the internal government of Zion upon all that external witchcraft that tries to steal our time at Joel's bar, with distractions and demon-possessed psychopaths and all that crazy activity out there of the devil is always trying to disrupt, kill, steal, and destroy from the internal growth of Zion inside true disciples. (laughs) What? Yeah, we were seeing that witchcraft would actually eat the gemstone dust and the gold dust off of people's hands. And there's people in Red Letter Ministries that you think are anointed that are actually witches. But here's what the Lord God Almighty says. I've anointed Daniel to be the chief of all the magicians in Babylon, which means lord of witches. Chief of all the magicians in Babylon, it's a direct quote from Scripture, means lord of witches. What you're dealing with is witches in the guise of Christians. That's what this is. This is pure witchcraft through a witch. Witchcraft is rebellion, you're dealing with witches. Bible says, I suffer not a witch to live. This is not a brother and sister in Christ. This is a witch. That's why it's always confusion, chaos, nonsense. You're dealing with witches. What we need is Daniel's anointing, and we have it. One of the first things that when we started to manifest the glory, I think back in 2011, and God was having me make music back then, He said, my artist's name was Light, and we created an album called Master of Magicians, Daniel 5.11. I have appointed you Master of Magicians in Babylon, Holy Spirit, which is Lord of Witches, because these people and their gods and all the external stuff of fallen angel activity is witchcraft you need to become lords of witches and most of these witches come in the guise of christians and ignorant christians treat witches as brothers and sisters a brother and sister will magnify the spirit and have the fruit of the spirit a witch brings chaos and confusion you need to understand that half of you can't even tell the difference between a witch or a brother in christ I'll tell you how, you'll know them by the fruit. The Spirit of God will testify to their spirit of the union in Christ. They'll have wisdom. Wisdom is evidence that there's an intimate knowing in the spirit. If wisdom's not there and it's just chaos in the soul, that person is not in union with Christ. They are not a Christian. Remember, all the demons believe in Jesus, guys. (laughs) Just because you believe in Jesus does not make you a Christian. All demons believe in Jesus. It's the spirit in union with Jesus with the fruitfulness of intimacy, evident, and a spirit of a sound mind that you follow Jesus, that you're a Christian of Jesus Christ. We are so nice to witches. We tolerate the persons of the wicked everywhere in Christianity. That's why we've had to build this thing by God's leadership outside the four walls of church just in the wildness of the river of life. That's what Joel's bar is. When we established this by the leadership of the Holy Ghost, angel feathers fell right here where the camera was here when God gave us this house. And he said to me, the crack house where this broadcast will go forth is Solomon's armory in the forest of Lebanon, which means this is the place of training with the golden spears, the golden armor, the golden shields, which is high level discipleship training for God's armies, for elite warriors. It's for training sons of God. The entirety of this ministry was for the building up and the training of sons, of mature ones that are God inside minded. (laughs) Thank you Jesus. Oh, just release grace in our people to, to handle all the chaos and confusion of our live, live broadcast getting attacked multiple times this last week. <laughs> Amen. And just continue to minister the glory. You know, he was telling me today you need to rise up and brood over the chaos. Look at the chaos down below here today. We're brooding over it wild that's what the spirit told me this afternoon i didn't know all this stuff was going to go on tonight i didn't know (laughs) so much disruption and uh just craziness but we're brooding over it we're dealing with it and it will be dealt with the spirit will do a thorough work and for all the chaos and confusion the bible says the law is for the wicked and so we you have to bring the law down upon the rebellion and the confusion and the chaos of the witches, the laws for witches. Amen? <laughs> Truth, anyhow, I release the law of Zion upon all the witches that fight the Holy Ghost in the earth. Just thank you, Lord, for order in Minneapolis as it is in New Jerusalem, our spirit, where the throne of God and the Lamb dwell and all the order of God's Word be enforced as the law of Zion through all the chaos and confusion of animal flesh. Amen. Throughout all the earth, let Zion be established. The commandments come down from the mountain like Moses on the Israelites. Moses now stands on Zion playing a harp, which is the fulfillment of the law. The harp is grace fulfilling the law, but the law remains where grace is not fulfilled. How many of y'all know that grace fulfilling the law is the spiritual obedience through the judgment of the thought life? If the, if the thoughts are not obedient, grace has not fulfilled the law because he said the new covenant was based on thoughts in Matthew 5 when he went up onto the mountain. As the new lawgiver, he says now if you lust on the inside, you've committed adultery, right? So new covenant is thought life, obedience in thought. Old covenant is obedience in flesh. We need our thoughts purified and brought into obedience, and that's a miracle. The Holy Spirit is the miracle of purifying our thought life. So there's obedience at a thought level. When you have obedience at a thought level, which is the new covenant commandment, Matthew chapter 5 it is written, then all the external things of brain and bones and movement of the body in the earth is all automatic. You go on autopilot when the thought life is judged. And that's one of the main things God's dealing with in this group right now. Heavenly Father, judge our thought life. Bring judgment from your throne upon the thoughts of our spirit and the thoughts of our soul. Purify our souls from all worldly influence. Amen. Amen. Bring our brains down through the cross into the living waters of our spirit and teach us how to live in a water temple of your glory. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus, for the water temple. Everyone get refreshed. Just get the Jezebel off of you. In the wrestling of Jezebel, just be washed in fresh grace. Be washed in living water. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Glory. There is no peace for the wicked, I hear the Spirit saying. (laughs) They're tormented by your spiritual rising, the Spirit says. The reason why the disruption and the chaos and the confusion, and it's not just one person, it's thousands of demons for for you that are blind, that can't see into the Spirit. You're not wrestling against... Flesh and blood you're wrestling against thousands of demonic armies because it comes from all directions what you guys don't see behind the scenes is the 10 different emails of all the crazy chaos jezebel possessed psychopaths at the same time as the disruptions that come in the realm of the natural And so people are full of their own opinions about what's going on. I'm telling you guys, we are at the brink of overcoming our last principality, Jezebel. That's what this is. That's what this wrestling is. That's why it's so intense. That's why even the gemstone dust and the gold dust kind of goes in and out because we haven't had permanent elevation victories of our soul in union with the father through purification at a high enough elevation amen but we will we're going to keep plugging away crucifying it plugging away at it in jesus name everything okay you guys yeah are handling it Yeah. hallelujah <laughs> thank you lord for peace and order <laughs> amen and Lord, let's pray a blessing of peace upon those that have been fighting the good fight of faith and wrestling the enemy. There was a washing of living water after the battles of the armies of Israel. They'd come in and they'd have to bathe. You have to get all of the blood of the enemies off of you. There's a demonic blood. There is a poison, a wormwood. There's, a, there's an external witchcraft the Bible says that, it says the same thing in Jude having your garments which is your spirit on the outside not stained by wrestling all the sins of the animals around you. So the priest would cruci- would slaughter and crucify so to speak the animals that would come to the temple and get covered in the animal blood and all the stuff that the animal had eaten that was in his stomach it would cover them as well. I'll be just completely saturated and then every morning they'd get new garments. This represents the, the work of the Holy Spirit to keep you clean in the midst of an unclean world surrounded by sinners. You can stay clean by the internal well even surrounded by chaos, confusion and animal activity. And this is a revelation for believers. Your own animal activity in the areas where you currently haven't risen from the dead is not gonna corrupt your spirit. Your spirit can grow through the areas where your soul isn't perfect yet, is not sanctified yet. Sanctification, purification, and perfection of soul take a while. Paul had 14 plus three years in Arabia, the Bible says. This is not instantaneous microwave work. So you're learning how, how to be encouraged in your spirit while you're imperfect in your soul. And if you can't learn that, you'll be discouraged in your soul, which is defeated by the enemy. When you're young in the Lord, Satan's main strategy is to get you to look at the inadequacies in your soul. But I tell you the truth, God will lead you into the new creature that in the midst of your spiritual growth, soulish, lying, deceiving realm that comes upon you externally has very little influence over your spirit. That your spirit, King Solomon said, the Bible says, that even though he went through the worst adultery, he went through the worst sin, scripture says his wisdom stayed with him. Which means his spirit still growed even though his soul was a total mess. Solomon's soul was a mess. But his spirit continued to learn wisdom, so in in the end, his spirit won against his soul. Ecclesiastes 12 declares the same thing the teacher from Jerusalem, Solomon. His spirit says the meaning of everything is to obey God's commandments. And Jesus said the same thing, if you love me, you obey my commandments. The obedience to the commandment is the following and the leadership of the Holy Ghost. And when the soul, the soul can't obey. That's something people don't realize. The soul is not capable of obedience. The soul is capable as animal sacrifice. The soul is the realm of all fallen angel deception that gets the cross. When the soul is crucified, the spirit is free in the abundant life. But since our consciousness is locked up in the realm of the dead, soul, we don't understand life as angel, life as spirit, we equate life to the realm of flesh. Most of us still think living the abundant life is living, wealthy, blessed, and healthy in the flesh partially true mostly it's lived as a full-blown angel in full spiritual stature in the glory angels of the resurrection the sons of God they're called in Luke 20 full spiritual stature is true freedom freedom from what freedom from your animal avatar freedom from your temple of flesh and blood Amen. amen And when the temple is purified as living as spirit, instead of living after the pleasures of the flesh, or after the soulless religion, self-righteousness, the spirit then has an exit from the temple through the gates. The eyes are the window to the soul. How many of y'all know the life of the soul is the person's spirit? And the reason why the spirit is the light of the soul is because God's throne in original design is in the center of man's spirit, and man's spirit is in the center of man's soul. They can illuminate the whole soul if you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus Christ in you and keep realizing the glory. And what does the enemy fight? The realization of the glory. He doesn't want you to find the glory of God inside your spirit that's the end of his kingdom the Bible declares that he will have to give the universe over to the believers that come into that level of maturity so his whole strategy is to keep us immature from realizing the spirit and the glory inside our souls Amen. amen so thank you father for helping us discover the Ark of the Covenant in our spirit. Walk in the spirit. Fly in the spirit. Soar in the spirit. Live in the spirit. God is a spirit. Those that worship God must worship Him in the spirit and in truth. Wow. (laughs) Hallelujah. We just thank you, Father. We just give you this battle, this final battle for us in Red Litter Ministries this is our last battle I know it I can see it clearly in vision right now and I understand it's the eye gate battle it's the realm of the eyes totally burnt up and God's bringing me back to Anna around trees heaven awaits the bride book and there was a point in her sanctification where she went to see her father in the throne room and her eye sockets got burnt out of her head with the fire of her father in heaven I know that is right where we're at, that our eyes are being transfigured with the fire of God, which is the destruction of our final enemy. When this happens, it's going to bring a great increase for us. What that looks like, no one knows, but no one's ever seen it before. No one's ever had victory in these realms before. The church has been underneath this principality for 2,000 years. This is what killed all the prophets, remember all the apostles were murdered in the Bible? This is what killed them. This same stuff we're wrestling right here is the same stuff that killed all the apostles and prophets in the Bible. And so now we're rising above it with the internal waterway, like David took Jerusalem. He had to go up through the aqueduct. He came up through the spring. This is the gate of God, the internal spring, and it comes up through the heart and it comes out and Jezebel was pushed out of the windows of the tower in Israel, in Jerusalem. She was the queen of Jerusalem. She was the queen of Israel. And she was pushed out of the windows, which is the pushing out of the judgment of the eyes. Jesus called it the specks and the planks that were in the believer's eyes. Remember, all only the believers were around him learning and listening. They believed in him. And Jesus said they had planks and specks in their eyes. This is what's coming out of your eyes, my eyes, all together. It's all the pride. Of knowledge. It's the eyes judging, but not coming from the place of Father's glory. When that is burnt out of our eye sockets, I tell you what, guys, then the revival begins. This is the tipping point. The eyes are the windows to the soul, the enemy, the last enemy. I tell you the truth, the last enemy will be pushed out of your eyes. And right behind your eyes, you will find the fire of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Amen. If you lay hands on your belly, your spirit can get built up during these revelatory times and burn it out of your soul until the eye gate is a gate of glory. The eyes release. What does the Bible say? Song and song that your eyes are like the eyes of a dove, which is the Holy Spirit river, able to come all the way from spirit through heart and through brain and through eyes. Notice that the curse of the fall came through the eyes. In the beginning, in the garden, they looked and saw that the fruit of that tree was good in appearance. Appearance caused the fall of man. And then man followed woman, which is soulish imprisonment ever since for 6000 years in the scripture. So now to the reverse of the curse is at hand as the curse itself will come out of your eyes by the building up of your spirit. This isn't something you can cast out of someone. get that out of here this is something that only comes in the building up constantly of feeding the hidden person of the heart you have to feed your spirit and your spirit rises until it comes out your eyes that's the pushing out of the curse of the fall amen and then your eyes are in the glory then your eyes are on him I have made a covenant with my eyes to keep them fixed on Jesus in my spirit author and perfecter of glory the author and the perfecter of our faith in Jesus name so we just thank you father for doing all this and bringing revelation and exposure to what's going on clarity to the battle in the fog of war oftentimes we don't even know what we're facing we just kind of tuck in and we realize we're gonna have to go through some hardships in this world you have trouble be of good cheer i've overcome the world so you just think you're going to go through stuff the prof- the prophet's job is to illuminate what's going on to tell you the details of what the enemy's doing so you're not aware of the evil one and the tactics of the evil one. So you can understand his strategies. I would not have you be ignorant of the strategies of the devil, it is written. And you can understand God's response and how God is countering all these things. When the enemy comes, God comes like a flood. His response is the building up of your spirit. But you can't win until you understand God's victories are only through human spirit. When we try to do it in the soul realm, you lose. You you feel defeated and just get confused. One of the main strategies of the enemy is just to confuse you. So that you can't follow the spirit. You don't know what spirit is the Holy Spirit. Song of Solomon, she gets born again. She starts following the Lord. The Lord disappears, but he was always there. But in a dimension that she was not familiar with because her mind wasn't renewed, he went inside her. And she didn't have enough faith to recognize Christ in her yet, so she's wandering around in darkness and gross darkness looking for her beloved. This is a stage of your spiritual growth. And when you don't find them on the outside, you find what? Night watchmen. What's night watchmen? Teachers of the soul. What is night? The soul, the curse and the fall of man. What is day? The spirit. The spirit is daylight and daytime. Soul is darkness and gross darkness. So the day has always shown in heaven. There's never been night in heaven. Bible says that. But if you are in soul, you are in night. So the rising and the dawn of day is man's spirit conquering man's soul. And that's the battle you're facing right now. And when we' are weak, He is strong. Now, this is the scripture you're going to need when you face your final enemies. God is greater than our hearts, which is the discovery that the living water will constantly surge in the midst of your inadequacies, Or the man, because of DNA, doesn't have the ability to overcome these angels. These are high-ranking fallen angels. You can't do it. There's, But Jesus did. And the water's working. You just need to be still and know that He's God. Sometimes you just need to calm the soul. The soul is like an animal. And it's clueless. It's blind. It's scared. It doesn't understand divinity. It doesn't have that much experience. It's only been in the glory like two years. <laughs> five years, maybe, you know. Some of you have been in the glory 20 years, but it's still new. It's still young in the light. And so when you deal with new things, it's a new level of just stillness for the soul. Be still my soul. of the soul. And let the spirit work. I know I've heard Bob Jones say that some of the best ways to deal with spiritual warfare is just to go take a nap. The warfare is so heavy. Go take a nap. The warfare is so heavy during live Joel's bars lately. But I'm not going to take a nap. We're going to give the enemy a nap. A dirt nap. Yeah. And bury them in the lake of fire. I am for peace. But when I speak the for war, I have only known continuous animosity and warfare against Red Letter Ministries from day one. In 2006, it was absolute mayhem and how people reacting to the anointing on my life, <laughs> sent from God by the audible voice of God born on God's throne. Their reactions to what I was saying and doing by the Spirit of God was so hostile to the Holy Ghost in Minneapolis. <laughs> It has never, ever, I've never known peace. It's like David's war path. It's always been total opposition in every direction. But I know a day is coming when our enemies will be destroyed and we'll finally have peace. And we'll be a teacher of peace from heavenly Jerusalem. Not in the midst of all this Babylonian, Sodom and Egypt, constant opposition towards us in the realm of the natural, where our people can't even come into the Facebook group with constant bombardment from demon-possessed people trying to attack their weak faith. And most of them get destroyed by demons. I've lost nearly every harvest to the enemy every season of Red Letter Ministries. I could hardly keep a financial partner for three months except the enemy destroy them completely from the face of the earth and they go away with no explanation it's happened to me hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times it's been total chaos and warfare against God's anointing and I tell you what there is a time coming when God's anointing will slaughter these spiritual enemies that have done nothing but cause us harm, kill, steal, and destroy against Red Letter Ministry since 2006. We're on a war path guys by the Davidic anointing of the Messiah Jesus Christ and it will slaughter these enemies. I remember in 2006 I was living at a community house called the Phoenix House. And God said to me, Sit with me on my throne until I make all your enemies a footstool for your feet. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet, but we're still clinging to that promise. We're still clinging to the throne. Our spirit is seated in the throne, and our soul is growing in union with our Father. That's really the key to victory at all these levels of really high level spiritual warfare is a greater union of the soul to the father in the spirit amen it's a greater maturity there was a greater wisdom in david after battling all the enemies of israel he didn't do it the religious way he didn't go through the natural gates he went through the waterway he did it through the interior castle there's a greater wisdom through experience and how to take victory over the enemy over the enemies of your soul in your soul influence your soul through blood and flesh all that stuff I'm telling you the spirit will rise right through the DNA strands of the human being and will be greater while you still have human DNA God can be in full perfection in the midst of an animal That's why you're a living sacrifice. It's not the perfecting of the soul that requires God's full manifestation. God likes to demonstrate His perfection in the midst of the manger. I know we have decades left of manger ministries. That the human DNA will be gradually transfigured as God's divinity shines through imperfect people right through the center of them. Like Stephen with the glowing face. Amen. This will happen in you while you're not yet perfect because God's perfect. And that's what causes humility to look at his perfection in the midst of your carnal state. Look at the manger, donkeys, all of the different animals around there. And there's God in the midst of all the animal mess. And the manger is where they eat, they sleep, they poop. It doesn't get much more unclean than being in an animal stall of eating and pooping animals and there God was born which means God is not ashamed to get inside the midst of our animal flesh and blood DNA. And it will still be perfectly clean in the midst of your uncleanness. But your consciousness will be in God in his cleanness. That's the narrow path. It's not wide. It's narrow because you're still in the midst of human DNA, which is the weaknesses and the shortfallings of having human flesh, like the great apostle Paul still have a weak body he called it a body of humiliation and he's already written like 25 books of scripture perfect inerrant words from god and he calls his body a body of humiliation which means human dna remains in the midst of perfect divinity at a scriptural level hello new testament christianity right there in the bible Which means your eye has got to be on God at whatever measure he's on the inside. Even if it's just baby Jesus in there and you're freshly born again, you'd be looking into the manger. I'm not looking at the donkey over there. I'm not looking at the animals over there. I'm not even going to look at the shepherds. I'm going to look at Jesus. Jesus is going to grow up in me in the midst of an animal farm, in the midst of Noah's zoo. (laughs) Noah's Ark, Days of Noah, a people undistracted by the animal realm. And it's raging out there, y'all. You know why it's raging? Because we're making progress in the spirit. I've never seen a ministry attack that wasn't making progress in the spirit. They leave them alone. They don't deal with this stuff like we do every day. You don't get a 100 people messaging, private messaging people on the internet from a ministry that has no spiritual relevancy the irrelevant they don't get any persecution people come around red letter ministries it's the first time they've ever seen persecution in the united states of america because they've been in irrelevant places that aren't doing damage to the kingdom of hell their whole christian lives Woo! truth anyhow so we're going into a place of doing spiritual damage by our spiritual growth and that damage is simply Christ in you, not your soul's additions. Jesus. Jesus does it all. Apart from me, you can do nothing. You don't get a victory apart from Jesus. Nobody boasts before God, look at all the stuff I did to get pure. I was so pure on earth. No, Jesus was your purity on earth. You're boasting in Jesus. Did Jesus rise in your heart? Did you give Him your consciousness? Did you allow Him to transform your thoughts? Jesus is your new thought life. You don't have a thought life independent of Him. Christianity is living in union with the man, Christ Jesus, in your spirit. Christ in you the glory glory is the manifest thoughts of God you have God's thought life in your bellies you have an unction from the Holy One who knows all things which means omniscience is simply in your spirit if you learn to drink from it a lot of people it won't satisfy them I need external religion I need something out here. I need something to coddle my flesh. I need religion in my soul to make me feel good. A lot of people are addicted to religion. Christian religion is a demonic addiction. It's more deceiving than heroin. And half of you are still addicted to it. And you don't know what's wrong. It's as wrong as wrong gets. It's the curse of the fall. You're addicted to the fall. So you got to get that addiction out of you and get addicted to the risen life. You get addicted to Jesus in your spirit. There has to be a transfer of addictions from soul to spirit in order to grow. There needs to be a discovery, a tearing down of the old and a building up of the new. Jesus taught that the old wine skin would burst. Oh, I mean, y'all know that's a good thing. That's the discovery that soul has no divinity in it. People don't know that. If you believe there's divinity in the soul, you'll get into dead works and strange fire your whole life. But if you discover the well of salvation, the Spirit becomes your works, the Spirit becomes your life. Holy Spirit is our salvation. John 15, and I will send another Savior. Jesus is not the only Savior in the Gospels. Totally unbiblical. Jesus Christ said in John 15, I will send another Savior. Without the Savior of the Holy Ghost, just forget it, you're not even attached to the kingdom at all. And the Holy Ghost will speak to you out of your spirit, because He's Spirit. Since He's Spirit, God's Spirit, You gotta worship in spirit and truth, which means without the discovery of spirit, by the tearing down of soul, there's no actual union and it's all confusion. It's all animal Christianity. Christianity that's a zoo. You gotta get it out of you. You need to follow on through with Jesus in the midst of you! (laughs) Bam! In Jesus' name. We just thank you Father for the latter rain of Jesus' mighty name. We thank you Lord for great help. In dealing with all this craziness, Lord Jesus, grant us peace. Yeah, that'd be cool, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 'cause
2: i saw jesus walking with brandon yeah, yeah. hi, hi. <laughs> well um clarity vision in the midst of the war the reason why she's raging today is because, you know, right when Brandon was exposing the false revelations of the blue serpents who stand in the way of the transfiguration of the human spirit into the angel-like sons of God, those are the false revelations that have been eating up the glory manifestations of the gold dust, the gemstone dust, and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit one with your spirit coming forth into the natural dimension they're coming to steal kill and destroy and devour those because that manifestation coming out of your spirit in union with Christ is the progression that ultimately leads to never-ending revival and this is the progression and we learned this from Ruth Heflin first comes the oil then comes the gold, the gold dust, then the gemstone dust, and then you press in a little more, and there comes the body parts warehouse. And we've had multiple confirmations about that word this week. We're talking about miracles, signs, wonders, and healing, that's the stories of revivals of old that you hear about, painting on body parts with the Shekinah cloud. Some of us in this room, we've seen the physical manifest, Shekinah, glory cloud. This time he's not sending an angel externally to release it, there is an angel. Sometimes, you know, some of the other angels, they call him the killer, there's a reason for that. Capital punishment is a part of the kingdom, that's true. (laughs) Love, it's a kingdom of love and justice. Oh, the sons of God have been so mistreated for so long. The persecution that you've undergone and so many at the sound of my voice, the battles that you fought, the slander and the accusations and, and the, the gossip, all the things that the enemy has worked so hard, especially the past several years, of our precious champions lives, what you've gone through and endured just to be here today. makes your guardian angels proud to stand at your side. Really. (laughs) But this time, that glory cloud is coming from within your spirit. Knit together in love. These are the people who are going to paint on your body parts. These are the people who aren't going to the bewitched masses realize the glory within their own spirit to know God intimately Hmm. I believe that you are that company today you're watching online you're here in person you are that company there's a reason you've had to go through everything that you've been through to be here today the reason that that witchcraft comes externally that external false goodness even those blue serpent false revelations those witchcraft revelations because the knowledge about the glory is the antithesis to the knowledge of the glory you understand the knowledge about the glory is the antichrist to the knowledge of the glory it's not even about knowledge versus experience it's much deeper and much trickier than that we're talking about fallen angels who have experience in the glory who have knowledge about the glory but they have departed from the knowledge of the glory which is intimacy with God in right standing with him that's the difference And we can't think for a second that we're smarter than these fallen angels. These are princes of demons that we're dealing with in the progression of the enemies (laughs) that the Holy Spirit, he showed me in a vision this week, part by part, the progression of spiritual enemies that we're facing up until the last battle and the reverse of the curse and the end of death itself. And I saw this in an open vision in the night, fully conscious, with the Holy Spirit standing as a man of fire at my right hand, showing me all these things. And that same Holy Spirit in another vision showed me our spirits, the transfiguration of the human spirit in the Shekinah glory cloud first in the invisible within your spirit and your inner man and then it will come out into the natural realm don't settle for a lot of Shekinah cloud around your inner man keep going those holes, those pockets that he showed me where he's sending you in two by two it's apostolic, two by two, there's a reason he does it two by two there's a cloud covering that whips around the spirit the the two by two and the apostolic And if you're in this ministry, you're in an apostolic ministry and this applies to you and your inner man. Don't think for a moment that they don't know when you start noticing angel flashes for confirmations, especially these blue angel flashes. I always say, I forbid the fallen angels from flashing their false confirmation lights in my presence in the name of the Lord of Hosts, Jesus Christ within my spirit. I forbid you will not have that because they know when you start seeing angel flashes, they'll start to come around and confirm with false signs and wonders. So what Brandon was exposing today of the false revelations, even in the knowledge about the glory, in the drunken glory, in the signs and the wonders, as he's exposing that, that's when the gemstone dust and the preaching on purity is coming forth. And that's what's battling the witchcraft right now. But the Holy Spirit, he showed me in the vision, the turning back time, the removal of those false revelations of the fallen angels and their blue serpents of light. Knowledge about the glory with experience. Those gaps being filled in with the purity of the Holy Spirit, it whips around to a full cloud covering. And at that point, that is what takes your human spirit from looking like a, you know, you look like those little, like a little gingerbread man of light when God sews you into your mother's womb. And that kind of grows, we grow in the glory. When you get to that point, once those are removed, and these revelations of the purity, the holy devotion to the Spirit of God, the forsaking of all false freedoms and false revelations used for the selfish nature, because we have experience in the glory, the sacrifice of all those things to come forth to shine, is what transforms in that cloud your an- your spirit man into an angel-like son of god in your spirit your spirit as a celestial being has a new celestial body at that point that is your metamorphosis ca- cocoon and once that comes forth whew, <laughs> That burning through, that is a different being. That's a different creature. Burning through your soul and your body is gonna be a lot easier moving forward. And I saw the other night this past week, I saw Jesus and Brandon walking together. Some of you have been seeing the mall, the mall in the invisible realm. You can ask Ruthie about that message, Ruthie. They're walking together. Jesus in the spirit. I saw him walking. Wherever Brandon goes, Jesus is there. Wherever Jesus is walking, Brandon was there. Walking together. So obviously I get caught up in that. <laughs> so it was pretty great. And now we're getting our company together and everything. But it's the way he's speaking about the eyes and the portals. We're talking about never-ending, never-ending Revival. We're talking about the wealth transfer. We're talking about the abundance of heaven in the natural realm coming through, the gold dust, the gemstones. When I came out of that encounter with Brandon and Jesus, and there was a few of our close friends there too, preparing and gathering to get everyone ready. And also there was some cool stuff about the quantum realm and. Miracles and how to tread on the heights like David, but we'll save that for next time because that's really cool stuff. But when I came out of that, I looked, I opened my eyes in the natural realm here in the physical realm. I opened my eyes and I sat up and I looked at the window, and the window in my room. Part of the top half was physically turned blue, spinning portal was taking up a part, a section of it. And the windows represent the eyes, the eyes of the soul. That blue, it's like liquid, it's like fire, it's like oil, it's like crystals, like living and it's moving. And it's one of those portals and it's the representation. And it just as clearly as I can see, even just you here, I saw it, it was taking my window. So obviously I don't want to get a bed, I just want to stare at it. <laughs> What do you do? And it was there for a little while and there was sparkles everywhere. But when it got up to move, finally, all the elements looked like they were breaking apart. And the doors and the windows look a certain way. They look like those triple or quadruple or whatever you have five of them from three, three to five or more, recessed doorways or windows portals The breakdown of these dimensions now bear with me in the temple They excavated in in the natural realm But they saw the doorways of the temple have these little things over them Well, what is it in Enoch when they said the the twelve doors With the portals they call them the windows the lattices the portals Those little things, they had no idea what they were for a long time, the mezuzot. It was not where they put the scriptures on the wall. These multiple recessed things over physically in Solomon's temple, over the doorway. So how is it that that thing, that decoration there over the door, over each of them, looks exactly like my doorways when the elements break down like that, when the portals open? And when you read it in the Word, It says, lattices, it says windows, but it's also translated in the Passion Translation and other translations, portals. You understand? The windows are the portals. Your eyes. When I've been praying with Brandon lately, even the last year, sometimes his eyes will turn golden. Physically, a golden light will shine behind his eyes physically. And lately, when we pray, not only do they turn golden, but physical manifest gold dust rests on his eyes and ruby dust. The eyes, what he's talking about. This is the season that we're in. A physical manifest portal starting to happen at the window. I believe that represents how much of the eye realm we've taken with the purity and the glory. Oh yeah. yeah, I see the eyes there. Some of you are feeling that. Breathe in. And then I saw what he said. Jezebel was standing at the window. It says lattice at the portal. In the book of Enoch, there's the 12 doors and the portals with it. This is what's going on right now in the spiritual realm. And Uriel, Prince Uriel, he's like the angel of purity.
1: Oh...
2: Ooh, that's good. Uriel also showed me 12 doors open in the circuit of the sun's chariot in the heaven, through which the rays of the sun break forth and from them is warmth diffused over the earth. When they are opened at their seasons, appointed seasons, there are also some for the winds and the spirit of the dew, when they open at times, standing open in the heavens at the ends, mm. as for the twelve constellations in the heaven at the ends of the earth, out of which go forth the sun, moon, and the stars, and all the works of heaven in the east and in the west. There are many windows, portals, lattices open to the left and right of them. And one portal comes at its appointed season, the one that produces warmth. Out of all the chariots he talks about, there's one that's bigger than the rest, that sets its course through the entire world. But the important one in here is there's four portals, out of all these portals I talk about, there are four, out of which come the winds, which are angels of blessing and prosperity. The blessing and prosperity, the abundance of the natural realm comes through these four portals, and I believe that that one that I saw in the window the other day is one of those portals. The purification of the eye realm. Never ending revival, it comes with the wealth transfer on earth as it is in heaven. The people of God, the righteous, the elect dwelling together. The will of God being done in the earth dimension on earth as it is in heaven. The righteous and the elect who no longer sin, as it's written in the book of Enoch either through pride or ignorance. Who are these who fly along like doves to their lattices, like doves to their portals, like doves to their windows? It's that purity of the white dove formed within, sacrificing all we know in the knowledge about the glory, from our experiences in the glory, all the false revelation being removed. All the things that are too high for us, too great for us to be able to discern, but the Lord of hosts, the Lord of spirits within us coming forth like a white dove this season. The man-child company, the toddler, will shine a light on the serpent. The true light, the pure light. Out of the mouth of babes he will speak. Out of your inner child, he will speak to you. The apostle within you will speak to the rock and bring forth the waters of purity this season. And I saw Jezebel standing at one of the four portals of prosperity and abundance, Jehu and his dogs, and the eunuch, which is the sacrifice of our own, pleasures, our own selfish pleasure of the human fallen nature. From all of the sins, from the obvious ones to the most subtle ones that even the elect cannot see, even using their own spirit, it only can be discerned by the white dove coming through our spirit. So we pray, Holy Spirit, give us your divine discernment by your river of life this season thank you for the gift. There is a place that when those false revelations are spoken, you don't even have to analyze them because you feel it in your spirit. It grieves the spirit. So let what grieves you, grieve us. Let what offends you, offend us let your enemy be our enemy. Let your truth and your purity be our truth and our purity. <laughs> let your joy strength be our joy strength this season. And let her be pushed out of that portal window permanently. And let the angels of winds, the angels of the winds and the four portals of prosperity and abundance begin to blow. Times of refreshing upon the saints, upon the righteous and the elect this season. Let the wicked be removed from our midst. And let there be great grace upon the ignorant, upon our sin and our pride and our ignorance, upon the sins and the pride and ignorance of our people, to be fully washed by grace. That the man-child company will shine the light upon the false serpents. That we would have in this company the transfiguration of the human spirit and that our bones would burst our bones would turn into the coals of the juniper tree that we will see these men and women as in stature as the 14 trees evergreen that even these elect elite ones will burn and rise and shine and become like in Enoch 44 those stars who become like lightnings who can no longer dwell with the other stars and who can no longer part with their new form those who have the ability like the seraphim lightning to bring the perfect will of the father from the crown to the impulse of his will into the earth dimension and devour all black and white witchcraft and all serpents of false light and let this be the women of our company be the ones who reject that fruit on the tree that got Eve. To reject that fruit that looks so good, it looks so wise in its appearance, and the knowledge about the glory from experience in the glory, to trade it for the knowledge of the glory, the one who is the glory, the glorious one, the anointed one within our spirit. Let our discernment this season be as simple as whatever you say, we say. Whatever you want gone, we remove. And whatever you want to do in the new, that will be added unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Love you guys.
0: Uh, Walking up here, I can uh, see Jesus sleeping on the boat in the midst of the storm, and his disciples were dealing with the storm, that's us, but Jesus is in a place of peace and rest. So that's what God's offering us, to go deeper into the peace and rest, and to come out of the storm, which is losing your souls and their connections to externalism, and go deeper into heaven where there's no bad weather where it's perfect peace when he awakes out of that realm of peace his words have such authority from intimacy with his father that he calmed the storm with words your divinity will shine forth as you find peace in christ in your spirit but if you're focused on the storm it'll cause problems chaos confusion fear worry panic all these things cause sickness and disease sin causes the the diseases so you have to come out of the realm of sin which is out of the senses and the soul into the peace of the lord jesus so father i thank you for taking us into the peace of jesus resting in the boat the boat is the apostleship this apostleship and he's going to give us peace but there's going to be a storm raging raging around the apostleship The storm is the judgment upon babylon the judgment upon the wicked the judgment upon the fallen angels the warring angels are bringing judgment and it's going to be wild you're looking around it's it's going to get wild out there it's going to get even wilder because everything in the heart realm the heart the spirit realm will be manifest and seen scripture says the hearts of all men shall be revealed and i know that comes forth now and the invisible will be made visible. People will see the image bearing on faces like it was in the days of Noah, where you could see your God on your face. If it's a demon, you see the demon. Everyone will see the end of the spirit. Before Jesus returns, there will be a restoration of all things, it is written. So it's, this realm that we bring the revealing of the invisible realm made visible by our spirit which is light illuminating the darkness your heart shines as light a city on the hill the purpose of the heavenly jerusalem inside is to bring so much light that darkness can't do anything on the earth that's what the lake of fire and final judgment upon all the deception and the earth is and the nations is that we bring so much clarity of so much truth from our transfigured spirit in union with our Father living in that realm of peace in the ship surrounded by the storm but in union with the Father in the midst of it. And that's the discipleship that we're at this season in this ministry is learning how to maintain perfect peace on the boat. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father, for training us in it. Thank you, Father, for helping each and every one to grow in supernatural peace that passes understanding as a gift of God the Father. The fruits of the Spirit are love, peace, and joy. Peace is even mentioned higher than joy. And peace is a critical fruit of the Spirit that you need to walk in all the time the prince of peace it's a governmental peace it's the citizenship into the city of peace jerusalem means city of peace in hebrew city of peace that you're living in the prince of peace that you have a deep deep spiritual peace that has conquered your soul we grow in peace every day in jesus name and that's the the god of peace that crushes satan under your feet when you find him in the midst of you Satan gets crushed all around you in the greater peace and that's what I pray as an impartation into your spirit that your mind find that greater peace in you of Jesus Christ the Prince of Peace and of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end so it's a government of peace that is the government of God the heavenly Sanhedrin of the heavenly Jerusalem We just thank you, Father, for a people that learn how to rest in that realm. The glory realm of peace. Peace glory. Amen. We're going to make world peace when we flood this earth with peace glory. But it's a violent peace. It crushes, Satan. The Bible says, God of peace, peace crushes. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they are the sons of God. Because they're crushing everything that disturbs the soul. Everything that kills, steals, and destroys from the believers, and the believers become the covering over all nations. They share that grace over the human race, and they bring the Principality of Peace everywhere, and let it be enforced from Zion angelically by all our warring angels. What are armies for? The armies of the angels of our Heavenly Father are for maintaining peace and order through all animal flesh. I pour out my spirit in all flesh and I pour out my word on all flesh to maintain kingdom order everywhere. And we declare a thing and therefore it is established in the earth as a government of the peace of the Lamb of God through all flesh and blood. Thank you, Lord, for enforcing it first and foremost upon the demons. Amen. Then upon the animals that they may know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. But the demons, let them get judged out of the human vessels that they're riding in, and those horses that they ride on people's heads. We just pray for that judgment to come upon them now, that we may have peace within Jerusalem's walls. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, which is the peace of our souls from demonic attack. We've never had it. The believers have never had it since the origin of Christianity 2,000 years. So we continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, the peace in our soul, and to all our enemies are a footstool for our feet, in the perfected peace of our souls throughout all the world and over the world, and throughout all flesh, and over all flesh. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. <laughs> Glory. Bless you guys another wild one tonight but it's good real-life experience in the real-life kingdom that's how you make disciples it's good you have your own interactions and your own experiences and you just stay in the spirit through them all and your wisdom stays with you growing as a child of God inside those bodies until your day dawns as a spirit being on the outside of your bodies through your hearts and minds renewed to your spirit controlled by the spirit of jesus christ in you amen if you'd like to bless this ministry help us grow help us pay the bills and all this stuff and all these works you can give an offering click the links in the description be blessed as you give father bless our givers Father, bring in a harvest of cheerful givers. God loves cheerful givers. The Bible says, Jesus Christ said in the red letters, give and it will be given to you. Good measure pressed down and running over and in the measure you give will be the same measure given back to you. Amen. Some given measurement of tens, some given measurements of hundreds, some given measurements of thousands. That's your measurement of giving that will be given back to you according to the Word of God. Don't get offended by it. It's just a biblical principle. And increase your measurements each season so greater measurements can be given back to you as you give into the apostolic government of the kingdom of heaven over all the earth. Amen bless you guys we'll see you tomorrow amen (laughs) glory